Sometimes we're not aware of why we respond or act the way that we do. Mm-hmm. And it, nine times out of ten, it's a trauma attached to it. Ain't no man in my house to stress me out today. Well, ain't spinning the block. Ain't spinning the block. <laughs> 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 you have to learn to not care mm. because sometimes caring when you shouldn't can get you in trouble if it's a relationship and you're fussing and fighting all the time and there is no resolve right. then you understand that something has to give so when do we let go what's up y'all this is tammy Valier. i'm shy lou and i am imani love and this, this is be, be for real, real. Okay, guys, what's up? Welcome back to episode two of Be For Real. If you're tuning in, yes, (laughs) we have made it, y'all, to the second episode. Oh, my. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So, today, y'all, we're going to be talking about letting go. Ooh. Now, when you talk about letting go, you got to be specific. Yeah, not Come on. specific, but specific. <laughs> so, y'all know I just came out with single. Let yes, go. turn up. Yes, <laughs> don't you do it? <laughs> Let go. Yeah, by yours truly, money. Love. It is dope. Yes. Thank y'all. Streaming on all platforms. All of them, please. All, all of them. Don't make me emotional. <laughs> so Imani, what um what inspired you to write this song? I had my heart broke real mm. bad. Talk about yeah. real like that. I was crying <laughs> just like that. Like ah oh. like hold your chest crying. Yeah. Yeah. Um if y'all tuned into the last episode, then you know I talked a little bit about it. I'll be married at in college. And not really being in love, just doing what was what I felt was the right thing to do. Yeah. Him trying to do the right thing by his child mm. and us not really being compatible for each other. Just trying to make something work. Yeah. yeah. And basically I stayed too long. We both stayed in it too long and he left and I was left to deal with my trauma from my childhood, the trauma from that relationship. Yeah. Just everything was hitting me at once. And it was really hard to get through. Um, I definitely went through a depression mm. um, coming out of that. Because, you know, when you get a divorce, it's like the death. It is a death. You want the death. So I was grieving real bad. Wow. All the stages of grief I went through. And I had this uh, producer hit me up because at the time, the only thing that really brought me peace was dancing and freestyling mm. on like Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I would like turn on the beat and just write like even if it was fussing him out. <laughs> yeah. I'd be writing how I felt in the song. And that's how I Which got that's how I cope. Yeah. Um. So music has definitely been therapy for me. So um. The producer, uh, his name is Derek Perry. Shout out to the chemist. Shout out. Awesome producer. Hit me up and was like, hey, we should collab. I got these beats. Listen to them. You can write to them. 
Um, you can write to one of them, all of them. It's up to you. Mm. But he believed in me enough to like invest in me, you yeah. know. And so, um, I I heard that beat in particular, the one for Let Go, and I just started writing. And once I sung it and heard it played back to me, mm. it was kind of like I can make it through this now. Like, yes. I knew I was, I was pressing my way through and I was yeah. surviving. Yeah. But once you hear your story sung back to you, it's like, I'm going to be all right. Yeah. I'm going to be all right. Yes. Yeah. Because that was the, I had never had anybody, like, walk out on me before. Mm. So that was really, really painful, the process. Like, I didn't, I couldn't understand that at all. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, that was the inspiration. Uh, a failed relationship. Um, and so you listen to the song. It's also, it's not just about letting go of relationships mm-hmm. or um, men or women in relationships. It's really about letting go of everything, mm-hmm. like just healing 100%, yeah. like doing what's best for me, walking into my blessings for yeah. me because yeah. I can't afford to hold on to all this stuff. Sometimes when you are looking for like a new blessing or some God to give you some things. It's like trying to hold on to all of that. Your hands are, are way too full to mm. receive anything. Cause you holding on to all your trauma, all your pain, yeah. all your anger, bitterness. I had to let go of that stuff in order to grab what right. he had for me yeah. and to be better. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely been a journey, but I'm glad I went through it. Yeah. I'm definitely glad I went through it. I'm I'm better now because of it. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so um one of the things I wanted to talk about was like knowing when to let go. Mm. That's good. So when do when do we let go? And keep in mind, we can tackle it from any aspect. Yeah. Relationships. <clears throat> where y'all want to start? Relationships or traumas? Oh. Because mm. I think all relationships are, even family relationships. Yeah, business relationships, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, all of those. Yeah. Like, I'll say relationships first. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. when do we let go? When When do y'all say, this has to be it? Me personally, I think when um when your when your spirit tells you to let go. Mm-hmm. Some some say it's a spirit, some say well the Holy Spirit, some mm-hmm. say it's intuition, some say mm-hmm. it's multiple different things, just a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. But whenever it becomes too much mm-hmm. yeah. to the point where you almost feel like you can't survive if you don't move on yeah. or close to that because you don't want to get that far. Mm-hmm. But um, when it becomes overwhelming and, mm-hmm. and too overbearing for you to continue to dwell in or mm-hmm. dwell amongst, because, like, <laughs> I've experienced that. I know, mm-hmm. like, from even though I know from, like, past, like, friendships, relationships and things of that nature, like, Sometimes you want to hold on to something that's so familiar. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Like familiar. <clears throat> that word, familiarity. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
that word that thing alone it it could put you in some bad situations oh yeah because you feel like you're obligated to stay stick around Mm -hmm. and um just be there and just tough it out like just Mm -hmm. stick through it when sometimes it's not it's not worth it's it. Not worth Sometimes it. I understand sacrifice. I understand considering <laughs> others. I understand all of those things. But sometimes it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's more of a stream than it is a blessing. It's, yeah. it's more. Um, yeah. It's, it's not. Sometimes it's just not good for you. Mm-hmm. So when you get to the place where it um, it becomes too much and. It doesn't have to be to the point where you feel like throwing a glass at somebody's face. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) But it can be just like, oh, my goodness. Like, I just I can't do this anymore. Like, if it's a relationship and you're fussing and fighting all the time and there is no resolve, then you understand that something has to give. Like, if it's a business relationship and y'all just can't seem to agree and everything that you want to do they want to do the opposite of and it's like no something's got to give so Mm -hmm. I think that's the place when you have to realize okay yeah I gotta step away yeah Mm -hmm. and even if it's just for me to get a brand new you know look on things Mm -hmm. if not I got to go yeah and it's time to let this thing go yeah and you got to learn how how I, I was talking to Imani and then some of my um, other kids and I was talking to him about relationship from, from experience, hanging on to something because it's familiar, mm-hmm. hanging on to something because, well, that's my friend. Let me try to, you know, see where yeah. it's going to go. You have to learn to not care mm. because sometimes caring when you shouldn't can get you in trouble Ooh, yeah. and it can make you stay in a situation where you know you're not yeah it's it's not going mm-hmm. anywhere your spirit is telling you it's not going anywhere you wake up you wake up it's on your mind you go to sleep it's on your mind mm. you know and then at that point you're trying to say well this is a, this at the end of the day this is my friend but mm-hmm. it, it it's making no sense to stay yeah so yeah you you got to learn how to not care and and it it's not, it may seem kind of harsh, especially when you're Christian and they're telling you to care. But there's some things that yeah, you know, it don't mean you're no good. It's yeah. a hindrance. It's 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 a stronghold of stopping everything, every progression on every every in every area of your life. You yeah. just standing still, and so you have to learn to health healthily, if that's a word, healthily, word? healthily. Mm-hmm. not care. Because they could be feeding you something. Well, I got this going. I got that going. And because you care, you sticking right there, mm. and and it's still unhealthy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I tell you know people when I listen to that situation, I say you you gotta not care, mm. and you gotta move on. Yeah. They tell you something. I'm gonna pray for you, but I got to go because yeah. this is unhealthy. You gotta learn to not care and let go. Yeah. Move on. I love you, but I gotta go. I agree. Yeah, I cover you in prayer. That ain't my job anyway. That that job belongs to the Lord. It, it's not. Right. I can't carry that. I, I won't build to hang on the cross and carry your your burdens and mine. Mm-hmm. So you feeding me this stuff and pretty much taking advantage of the situation because mm-hmm. you know we are caring people. You know, yeah, women you, are naturally nurturers. Right. Yeah. So you know that. So you will so so so. But this got this going on. Okay, you stay another day. The next day is something else. But you got to learn how to not care. That's what I would tell the women. 
the men, if you find yourself in that situation, you got to say, I, I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Don't let nobody tell you it's, it's okay to not care, you know, yeah. to for the health of your well-being, yeah. your peace of mind. Yeah, you're your not mental. a bad person Mm-mm. because you decide to care more about yourself. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And forgiveness is not the same as, um, like, choosing to forgive somebody. How do you say it? You don't have to stay because you forgive them. Yeah. You can forgive a person and still move on with your life. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to do that. Like, it's okay to let go. Like, yeah. especially when, this is when I realized that I should have been let go. Okay. So, I'm in this relationship. I'm coming home. And every day, I'm pretty much mentally exhausted. Like, I'm upset because he's checked out. Mm. So he's no longer wanting to be married or in a relationship. So he don't have to do, he don't have to kiss me, he don't have to hug Mm. me, he don't have to sex with me. He don't have to do nothing Mm. that he don't want to do. And I'm exhausting my mind, like, how can I fix it? How can I make it better? What did I do wrong? Mm. To the point where it was making me angry. Like, what did I do to the? I felt like, and I told my best friend this at the time. I was like, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm a perfect person, but I don't feel like I deserve to be neglected mm. or abandoned. And the reality of it is I just cared more. I feel like I care more about the situation. Mm-hmm. I wanted to fix the situation more than that person wanted to fix the situation. Because I'm over here crying. I'm boohooing. And you going about your everyday life. Mm-hmm. You know, making time. And that's the other thing. You also need to let go when you see that people are making time for the things mm-hmm. that they want to make time for. Mm-hmm. For the people they want to make time mm-hmm. for. And then they leave you over there and you Absolutely. crying. You dealing with it. You talking to your homegirls. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Get this. It's time to let it go. That's right. It's time to let it go. Because <laughs> while you're losing your mind, you're losing sleep, they fine. They moving on. They doing Absolutely. their thing. It's 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 when you start cutting off access to yourself mm-hmm. that people understand, dang, she really a good woman. Yeah. Dang, I should really value them as a partner or as, even if it's a business relationship, dang, I shouldn't have took advantage. hmm because they was really good at what they do. I'm going to be good at what I do regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, so you have to make that decision to, okay, I forgive you, but I'm still first. Yeah. yeah. Period. I forgive you, but I'm still first. Yeah. And they're, neglect, they're neglecting you. Like, when, like I was saying earlier, you know, learning to not care. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't care... When the tears I dropped, you didn't care when I mm-hmm. came to you time after time. Said, "Listen, this and that going on, trying to talk, you know." And you mm-hmm. push, push up, you know, put your feelings to the side. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as soon as you say, "Okay, it's time to go," mm-hmm. that's when. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No. Or they try to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. That Make guilt trip. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. No, yeah, you don't get to guilt trip me into yeah. staying into yeah. this situation. Absolutely. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, but I need you. But I, <laughs> I, 
What am I do? What I'm gonna do without you? How yeah. am I gonna make sure that this happens? How am I gonna make right? How are you making sure that you you have what you right. needed when I wasn't being satisfied in, right. in this partnership? Right. You've been doing good, so when I make the decision mm-hmm. to take care of me, keep taking care of you. Yeah, and so I think being even going through the situation that caused me to write let go. Um, it made me realize, like, dang, I'm really valuable. Yeah. I'm I'm valuable. I'm a necessity. Mm. I'm so much of a necessity that I'm never going to allow somebody to make me feel that low again. Ever, yeah. ever, ever. So that's where Imani Love, Imani Love was born at. Like, mm. I was born in that, that, that terrible space where, you know, crying myself to sleep, trying to figure out, you know, Am I really that bad of a person? Wow. Like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like, going through that, going through that and realizing, like, you really love, like, you are yeah. really a beautiful person inside and out. It took me to talk myself into that. And then I said, you know what? That's my name. Imani Love. Yes. Because I am love. I represent love. Like, yes. And then I started writing about um, love music. And so I was just like, this is who I am. Mm. So... I don't know. I just feel like we should. I'm not saying because I I never want to get it confused. I don't think that it's just men out here abusing Mm-mm. women. It's it's women, women. abusing yeah. men as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so this is for everybody. Yeah. And we, I, I think we can Absolutely. all agree on that. Yeah. Like this is for everybody that feels taken for granted. Or maybe you've been saying the same thing to this person for a long time, mm. but they just they taking you for granted. Yeah. Bro, they taking you for granted, sis. So you just gotta wake up and choose you. That's yeah. It. Choose you. And and once you say it, that's when it becomes real. Yeah. It's not enough just to think it or to tell somebody else, yeah, I'ma wait, wait that's till it. they come over here. Yeah. I'ma I'ma cut them off. Then they come over there and because they, they doing good that day mm-hmm. by you, you don't say mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's all right. Mm-hmm. We good today. We had three good days, three good days straight where we didn't argue, where <laughs> it won't no problem. So you think that it's oh, but then when they get mad at you, the true colors come out again. Yes, so my they go right God, acting funny, yes, and not talking, and you baby crying. And, oh mm-hmm. my God, square one. Yeah. So no, it's it's not enough to have three good days and then every other day. Y'all going back and forth. It's yeah. it's that's not enough. If they when you learn a lot about a person when they get mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I told Don this when we first started dating. I don't wanna know who you are when things are perfect, when things are great. Who are you when you mad at me? Yes. Absolutely. When you mad at me, how how you gonna talk to me then? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's when it matters. Because mm-hmm. people can say one thing about a woman. We leave mentally before we leave physically. That's right. Absolutely. And part of the reason being is because we don't forget nothing. Yeah. We remember everything. So when they say stuff and then they be like, I ain't say that. I ain't say that. I took a mental note. Yes. I put it in my filing cabinet. <laughs> yes. yes. I will okay. never forget, especially never. if they, if you've never been talked to like that before. Yeah. You're going to remember it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to take a long time to forget it. Yeah. yeah. And I I've met men like that where they don't they don't forget like that because mm-hmm. you can't forget what a person said to you when they were angry because it's like yeah. you meant that yeah yeah you meant that yeah 
So this this just like the scripture out of the um heart out of the mouth flows the abundance of the heart. It was in your heart before you said mm-hmm. it. You meant to say it. You yeah. meant every word of it. Yeah. Yep. 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 You meant to say that. And that can lead us to the trauma side of it. Mm-hmm. Like out of the heart, like flows to the mouth. Like mm-hmm. that can lead to the trauma side. Like mm-hmm. yeah. how and when do you, how do you, it's not when because trauma is trauma. Mm-hmm. But how do you go about letting go of your trauma? Mm-hmm. Like something that's been sticking with you since you were two since you were five since you were seven Mm -hmm. something happened in college something happened in high school something happened when you were at a party one day and just a kid like how how do you let go of (laughs) (laughs) we mothers over here yes absolutely (laughs) how do you let go of something that just drives you mentally yeah and it just it just eats away at you every single day yeah how do you say yo it's time for me to let this go like Mm. i'm killing my relationships i'm I'm causing other people to feel bad because I'm hurting, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm causing people to have the same kind of pain I'm having because Mm -hmm. I'm feeling the pain. And sometimes I don't realize that I'm pushing it and projecting it on other people, Mm -hmm. but I'm hurting people. Mm -hmm. Like, is it in that moment when you realize that you're hurting someone or that you're causing pain to people or that you're just not being a good person. Mm. Like you're starting to respond to people in a way where nobody wants to be around around you. you. Yeah. Nobody wants to stop and have a conversation with you. Like nobody wants to deal with you. Mm -hmm. Like how do you get past your trauma? Yeah. That's real. Roger is the way you say it. The very people that I thought I could not succeed without are the people that I have to let go. To be who I've always been did not make sense. Some amazing things have occurred and some not so great things have occurred, but I'm here. I did not realize (laughs) that dreams can change. I literally had an idea of my life and it's not happening that way but there comes a time in a person's life where they have to not care if you enjoyed this clip and would like to enjoy more search the rxs podcast on apple podcast and spotify podcast or watch the rxs podcast on rxs entertainment youtube channel i think honesty i think you gotta be honest with yourself because trauma will make you think that what you see and what a person is doing to you That's is the true. same as what you went through or experienced. So you start handling people based off of your trauma. We. So the moment that you can be real and say, this is my trauma speaking. Yeah. This ain't that person. I'm not even mad at that person. I'm mad at the fact that this looks and feels too familiar. Yes. So I think the first thing is honesty. Being able to tell the difference between 
a person really making a mistake and mishandling the situation or maybe you're overthinking and your traumas are speaking for you now don't get it twisted i'm not talking about daddy was abusive and so this man is abusive and maybe i'm mistaken no Mm -mm. that's that's a clear understanding that he's doing the exact same thing that you experienced as a trauma i'm talking about conversation wise you're in a relationship and your man says something and you take what he says and compare it to Mm -hmm. well all my life they told me this all my life they told me that so now you're triggered by your trauma yeah yeah i ain't talking about nobody putting their hands on you or belittling you intentionally yeah so you could tell when somebody talking down to you and when somebody is just talking in general and you have to assess it for what it is are they you being funny what you mean by that yeah because that's that's my go-to if i don't understand what you mean by what you say before i go into my trauma Mm -hmm. before i start handling you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to ask you what you mean because yeah. I could take it any kind of way. Come on. Let's be for real. Be for real. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to, I, I've been here because I have a lot of different traumas. Like, I mean, listen, it's deep. Come on. <laughs> it's be for deep. real. It's yeah. It's, it's deep. It's deep to the point where um, my conversations, I had to step back like, I'm going to give an example. So I I believe that for a long time, I argued through my traumas. Oh, explain. Like, I was so used to being talked to a certain way and being handled a certain way that I couldn't, I could never see that person, like whoever it was I was arguing with. Mm Mm-hmm. I could never just argue with that person about that situation. I was arguing with my ex-husband. Oh. And he won't even, you won't nowhere around. Wow. So it's like, we arguing, say me and my brother arguing, right? Mm-hmm. He ate the last cheeseburger on the stove. <laughs> and he like, bro, go ahead somewhere. I'm, ta- I'm taking it as you dismissing me like Mike dismissed me. Mm-hmm. Like you, you talking to me how he talks to me and you're not finna talk to me like that because ain't nobody else gonna treat me like that like the trying to defend he's not him yeah he got nothing to do (laughs) with what he did to me yeah but i'm arguing with you like you the person that hurt me yeah you know what i'm saying i'm arguing with this person i'm arguing with family i'm arguing with new relationships like they're the person that hurt me Mm. and they're not the person he's not here yeah so when did you realize that that's what was happening like when like was it an immediate thing like afterwards dang i i probably shouldn't have went that far because i realized i wasn't really upset with him i was upset with my ex like when did that realization take place i think it was when a conversation with my brother went way too far. And we both was yelling out traumas. Mm. Like, yeah. you just like my dad and you just like my ex-husband. And it, w- it went way too far. Mm. Too far to the point where it affected my brother. Like, bro, you really said that to me. You my sister. 
But I was just protecting myself. Yeah. I wasn't trying to hurt him. Yeah. I was trying not to be hurt again. So. That's good. It made me realize, like, I, I went home that night. I, I drove. We got into it in the car because I had got into it on my ex-boyfriend. And when I got home, we had to go drop my sister off. So me and my brother went to go drop my sister off. And y'all, we got babies. <laughs> <laughs> They're going in. We got babies. <laughs> she want her daddy, y'all. Don't. <laughs> That's all she know how to say right now. Dad, dad, dad. But and he's teething, so just <laughs> both of them teething. They're gonna have yes. rice pigs in the bottom. <laughs> listen, but listen, we're everyday people, yes, and yes, we. Yes. This is why we're doing this yes. because we have we deal with everyday situations, mm-hmm. and we have kids, and all of that combined into one is a lot sometimes. Yeah. Life be life, absolutely for real, for real. So yeah. Back to the story, I was dropping my sister off at my grandma's house, mm-hmm. and my my ex had called me, and it was late. We had dropped her off late, mm-hmm. and so I didn't want him to think that I was out doing it because we had just got into it before I got on the road to come home. Mm-hmm. And my brother was joking, and he was in my ear, and I'm like, stop, stop, chill out. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I got irritated. I'm like, chill out. I offended my brother in the way that I said to calm down, to chill out. Mm-hmm. And it went from there. Like when he said, <laughs> he made a statement that hurt my feelings. And I went from there. Like, who you talking to? Don't talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. Now we arguing in the car. I'm like, you can get out. You can walk. <laughs> I was hot. I was hot. Like 100 hot. And he looked at me like, bro, I ain't getting out of nowhere. I didn't want my brother to get out. Yeah, for of real. course. Of course, I didn't want him. To get, I just wanted him to stop yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, of I just wanted him to shut up yelling at me. But still, like that—that that night, that's something that you don't forget and you realize. Like I, when I dropped him off, hey, daddy is at home. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, dead, dead, dead. So I, I wanted him to, um, I wanted him to be quiet. Like I want him to chill out. So we the the argument went far, and then I'm like, okay, I I got him home, I dropped him off, and I drove all the way back to High Point. Yeah, that night it was late, and I drove all the way back home because I really, I had never been that mad. Number one, my mama raised us to be tight, mm-hmm. so I ain't never been that mad at my brother before, ever. It, we've never argued like that before. We hadn't argued like that before. That was our first time, like, really getting into it. And so I didn't know how to feel. Mm. All I knew was this feels too familiar. I I felt this feeling before. Mm. And I need to get to my safe place. Like, when I went through my my initial divorce, it took a long time for me to come around family. I stayed stayed gone for a a minute. Like, Mm. I would come home every blue moon. But my safe space was in the dark, in the quiet, where I could process. So after that same situation that felt similar to what I was used to going through, Mm -hmm. I migrated, (laughs) went Mm -hmm. home, and I went to my quiet space to process what just happened until I could figure it out. Like, what in the world is wrong with me? So, yeah. So that's the prime example of, going through stuff, going through traumas. But it's not just trauma. We don't just have relationship trauma, but we also have family trauma. Yeah. Mm. Like, 
And it ain't nothing but somebody mishandled those people mm-hmm. and they mishandled you. Yeah. And now and now you got to get you got to get over what they did to you. Mm-hmm. But the the difference is I'm going to get through what happened to me mm-hmm. because you never got over what happened to you and that's why you mistreated me. Oh, yeah. So we somebody got to make the decision. Break the cycle. To, yeah, somebody yeah. got to flip the flip the um switch mm-hmm. and and choose to do different than what was done to them. Yeah. 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 Mom, you feel it? Huh? You feeling me? I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, one of the things that, you, like you saying, um, mm-hmm. one of the things, uh, like, and I ain't coming against nobody that cussed their children, okay? Yeah. To each his own. But I didn't like it as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we were getting fussed at, we were getting um, uh, chastised or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? If I got cussed out, I didn't like it, right? Yeah. So I said, you wait till I get grown. <laughs> when I get grown, I ain't going to cuss at my kids. So I, I choose I choose to do it that way because, you know, all kids, some kids is not bothered by it, I guess, but I was a child that was. Yeah. And so that was a trauma for me. Like, mm-hmm. your trauma may be this, but mine is, I just didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And so... Being married to somebody that cussed, we had to have that conversation. I was like, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, he, he wasn't cussing at me. He was just like in, in conversation. his conversation. So yeah. he had to explain it to me. And I had to tell him, okay, this is why I'm like this. He was like, I didn't know that. He was like, now I know. Yeah. And I said, yeah. So I said, that's that's why I raised my kids like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm like that, but I am. So yeah. for me, that was a tra- that's a trauma for me. So I said, well, when I get when I raise my kids, I'm gonna do it like this. I'm gonna do it like that. Not that I that I'm that my way is any perfect than anybody else's. Yeah. But I'll go to the Lord and I said, listen, I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't never been a mother before. I know. I don't want to do this because mm-hmm. this is how this made me feel as a kid. So when it comes to my kids, teach me how to do this without, because mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you can get upset with your kids. Yeah. Yes. Give me some more words, you know, to use other yes. than that. Cause that made me feel like this. And I don't want that, you know, to make my kids feel like that. So that was a, a, a trauma for me. Yeah. Wow. A, a, a trauma for me that I had to go to the law. So teach me how to heal from this. No, for real. Like literally having to wake up in the morning. Some mornings I wouldn't think about it. And not just that trauma, but other things like um having to forgive people mm-hmm. for, for th- things that they had done to me. That yeah. that's that was in the family. And or or a ex husband. So I said, Lord, listen, te- I need you to teach me because I'm waking up. I, if I hear the person name, I'm I get angry immediately. That that means they still got some type of control over me. Yeah. So I had to ask the Lord, listen, I don't, if I had to do it in my own will, yeah. I can't do it. I can't forgive. Yeah. Because what they did was, that was heavy. Yeah. So can you, I need your help. Like, mm-hmm. I need you to help me to get over this trauma. Because mm-hmm. this is a trauma. And not only that, but traumas that were done to my children. Mm-hmm. Huh? A mother's mm-hmm. reaction is kind of different than trauma done to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to forgive people that had caused trauma to my children. So... That was heavy. So yeah. I, I literally, if, if you're asking, you know, how do you get over that? I, I personally had to say, Lord, every day, someday I might wake up and I'm good. But some days I might wake up and I'm thinking about a like, man, people mm-hmm. take advantage of you. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, versus somebody outside of the church or you, you try to live your life how the Lord asks you to. 
You're trying to live in peace as peaceful as you can among people. And people can still come in, try to do harm to you, and try to do harm to your children. Mm-hmm. People in prison every day because behind something some that they did to that somebody did to their children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Lord, you're gonna have to help me. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to help me because my flesh would love to take over. Mm-hmm. And my flesh would love to to get revenge. Yeah. So I had to wake up in the morning and say, Lord, teach, you know, heal me from this. Show me. I, I choose to forgive, not on my own strength, because yeah. I don't want to forgive. I want to give, you know, an eye for an eye, two for two. Yeah. <laughs> a literal eye for an eye. Well, a literal eye yeah. for an eye and a two for a two. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> Coup pow. What? Coup pow. Real hard. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but I had to ask the Lord. And still sometimes today, still sometimes today I can wake up. Because you can think you heal from something. Uh-huh. And you can get two years down the road and be like, and think about it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't believe that happened, you know? Yeah. And talking about it, you know, talking about what happened. But I literally sometimes have to wake up and say, Lord, if I choose to forgive today, but I can't do it on my own strength. I need you to help me because I refuse to, to continue to give those people control. And then having to still, you know, pour into your, your grown kids, you know, mm-hmm. something happened to them, something happened to their children saying, listen, this is what you're going to have to do. Because mm-hmm. otherwise that person still win and they're going on with their life. You yeah. know, I had to put them in the hands of the Lord. Like my grandmama would say. Yes. Yeah. Uh... And maybe there is, um, someone watching that like you don't really know about how to let put your traumas in the hands of the Lord or Mm -hmm. what does that even look like for me to pray to let go because I've known the Lord for a long time I was in church real young Mm -hmm. and those most singers are (laughs) most R&B singers start in the church so we, we hear about Trusting in the Lord, I will trust in the Lord. Uh-huh. And it's easier done said than done. Um, but it works. It does. It works. Yeah. So just wanna encourage somebody like anybody that if it's hard for you to um let go or give your traumas, um, like work through your traumas, like she said, take it one day at a time. One day okay? at a time. Help me today, God. Mm-hmm. That's a simple prayer. <laughs> yes. Help me not to fight today, please, God. I don't want to black no eyes today. Ooh. I don't want to go to jail, That's it. God. Ooh, please. That one right there. I don't want to catch a charge, uh, God. Let's be God. for real. Right. Please, let's right. be for real. Be my way. And my thing was this. Be my way of escape. Yeah. Ooh. Be that's a simple prayer. God yeah. today be my way of escape. Yeah. Because we make it seem we make God seem so complicated. But he's so available to <laughs> all of us. Absolutely. That's what's crazy about yeah. it. Like I used to feel like I have to be perfect. I have to cross every T dot every I for him to deal with me. And if I wasn't crossing every T or dotting every I my traumas got me thinking mm. he don't want to deal with me today. Mm. But that's how my ex-husband loved me. That's not how God loves right. me. Wow. God want me exactly how I am. In the realness, in the fullness. I done cussed. I done stumped my toe. 
went off. <laughs> Probably done had sex or something. Mm-hmm. I done did something wrong. Yeah. I done messed up somewhere. And I'm trying to hide from God as if I could. And he's like, what are you doing? I see you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't run from me. Yeah. I'm not going to force you to talk to me. But, yeah. But... He's available to whomever. That's right. And I just, I want to share that because I know anybody can be watching. And the church and the world are, we look divided, but we're so much alike. Mm. We're so much alike. Yeah. Because the church is full of people. And this is why people get disappointed when they go to church. Because they go in there thinking, oh, you love God. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with you. You're supposed to be perfect. You better not do nothing wrong. This is the mindset that they take on, thinking that the people look like God when really the people are striving to look like God, but they have traumas and pain and they have sins that they have not accomplished yet or Mm -hmm. figured out or worked through. No sin is greater than the other. They're all the same. They have, and if you don't know what sin is, struggles. Yeah. Things that are deemed to be faults Mm. in the eyes of God. Everybody got them. We all have faults. We all have things we struggle with that we know better than to be doing. So we come into the church thinking, hey, this is, it's all together in here. I'm not going to get hurt in here. Wrong. (laughs) They're people. Yeah. They're people. And that's why the church is looking exactly like the world because you got people in the church that's supposed to be holding an example but they got their own stuff too yeah so i just say that to say i don't know not one person that don't have a trauma Mm. we all trying to work through and figure it out and like i said earlier sometimes you could be fighting people but you really fighting your trauma sister so-and-so ain't nasty to you because of you, she nasty to you because somebody was nasty to yeah, her. Yeah. Yeah. People people unload on people. Yeah. Not even knowing like something is really wrong. Mm. You really need to talk to somebody about how you feeling. Yeah. But they unload they instead of talking to somebody, they're not being honest about this is my trauma. Mm. Like I why am I so mean to people? Why am I so nasty? Why am I so standoffish? It's because you dealing with your trauma. Yeah, that's good. You got to be honest, man. And that's something that the world is, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Well, first, honestly, they got to be aware. Mm-hmm. Like, we we have to be, sometimes we're not aware of why we respond mm-hmm. or act the way that we do. Mm-hmm. And it, nine times out of ten, it's a trauma attached to it. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to get to the root of it. And... That's the best way to let go. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to let go. Yeah. Finding finding out what it is, honestly, finding out what it is that put you in a position to respond to what happened to you mm-hmm. the way that you do. That's a good way to let go. Yeah. And finding things also, um, I think it helps to find things to help you like relieve or release the tension from that you deal with. Like maybe it's depression. Mm -hmm. Like I know coloring, painting, 
Because um, at one point in time when I was going through my divorce, um, or that divorce, because it ain't mine no more, thank you, oh, God. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Going through that divorce. Hallelujah. <laughs> Dang, my man. Yes. That is not my man. My man's name is Bon again. Let's go. Damn, <laughs> big black sexy oh, Okay. Sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Don't Next get it point. Twisted. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Sorry. <laughs> you see the glasses. Sometimes when stuff, when stuff, I done came a long way, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> Testimony time. Come on now. Testimony time. But um, <laughs> when I was going through that thing over there, uh huh, uh-huh. you know. Mm-hmm. I was having like my chest would get tight, and mm-hmm. I started working for United Healthcare, and I didn't know what was going on with me. I just knew that my chest would get really tight, and it felt like I couldn't breathe. And I had never experienced anything like that before. So I'm like, "What is going on? Like, what is wrong with me? Why my chest getting tight? Why I feel like I can't breathe?" I know I had McDonald's, but <laughs> <laughs> I know it's calories and stuff. <laughs> but hey, y'all forgot me calories on my life. I mean McDonald's on my life. Y'all know. But if you were, was born in the nineties, say you ain't you know McDonald's as a kid. <laughs> say you ain't you know Big Mac. I dare you. Cause I, you lying. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's was the joint back yes, then. Sir, 69 it was cent burgers. For real. Come on now. With the extra onion. Let's go. Listen, <laughs> they used to be popping. Who? Them and Burger King. But I don't know what's going on now. Mm. God mm. trying to get us ready for yes, something. Sir. Get your life right. Eat right. Clean yeah. For real. <laughs> Healthy living. Yeah, let's go. But um, yeah, so like I know I had a happy meal or something, but what's going on with my chest, God? Yeah. And it was just it was not going nowhere. And so I started painting. At first I started walking. Cause they had like a little uh track mm-hmm. at, in the office. I started walking. I'm like, okay, I feel better sometimes, but what I'm gonna do when I'm at home and this happens. So I started painting. I went to five below, got me one of them little paint sets. Come on. For five dollars. And I started painting. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> can't paint work nothing but I started painting and yeah. I felt better yeah I yeah. started coloring I turned on some jazz music I set the ambiance yeah cause ain't no nigga in my um, excuse me lord wow <laughs> bleak Wait, we'll be... ain't no man in my house to stress me out today yeah. like the problem is gone he left so now I gotta deal with what he left me with mm. And that's just the honesty. Once you are no longer attached and you remove yourself from people and things that made you forget who you were. Wow, 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 wow. Now you got to spend time getting to know who Who you are. are. You're not even the same person after that. So that's what I did. I went went and got some painting sets, crayons, all of that. Cause I gotta figure me out now. Yeah, I gotta find my peace again. So I, now, what I thought was gonna be the worst experience is becoming the most beautiful thing because there's peace in this house now. Mm. 
I don't have to walk in my house and go straight to my room and close mm. the door. I don't I don't have to run from nothing. I don't have nobody reminding me of my faults every day. I'm good. Yeah. So now I get to deal with me. Cause I like I said, I don't think that I don't think I think that he had his own traumas as well mm-hmm. that caused him to act a certain <laughs> way. And I had my traumas. And when you dealing with your traumas, y'all fighting each other. Both of y'all got traumas, y'all fighting each other. So it's like, okay, now I got to deal with the part of it that is my fault, the 50%. Mm. Because relationships are 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to say it's 100% another person's fault is not being realistic. That is a whole lie. Because you're going to react or respond to something. Come on now. They ain't arguing by themselves. That's right. So it's 50 50, but there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it being partially your fault and partially their fault. Because you know how it was my fault? And this is no cap. I stayed way too long. Yeah. I saw it when it was not for me and I was in it still. Mm. Somebody, if I could go back to 18, 19 year old Imani, I would have said, you know, you don't have to be in this relationship, right? Mm. don't feel bad for walking away it's okay mm. I would have talked to pregnant me and said you know you can go home right mm. you can transfer your credits I know it's a lot it's gonna be a lot but going there and playing house is not gonna be good for you mm. cause you're gonna lose yourself so yeah like I should have took ownership of my own responsibilities And then let's talk about being in that relationship and being afraid because what am I going to go back to? That was on my mind. Like, what? I'm in school. I don't have a job. I don't have a full-time job. And he working. And then I was just like, I lose everything if I leave here because I'm not going to finish school. You felt stuck. Yeah. But in in actual reality, you would gain everything. Yeah. But the fear was talking. Yeah. And it was like, I got to stay here. I got to stay here. I got to stay here. But when he left, and you know, I really think that sometimes when we put ourselves in situations that we're not supposed to be in, Mm. that God will adjust that thing to where I've been telling you this ain't where you're supposed to be at. I've been saying it, but you still here. You ain't leaving. So somebody finna leave. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody finna leave. And I'm going to have you where I want you because I know what's best. So there's a picture of Jesus. We know Jesus, what Jesus, Jesus was copper toned, copper skinned. But it's, it's like Jesus, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in the picture it is it's white Jesus and he got a teddy bear that's my favorite picture he got he got a he got a big teddy bear behind his back and mm. it's a little girl and she got the baby teddy bear mm-hmm. and she got her little baby teddy bear and he got his big teddy bear behind his back and he asking for the baby teddy bear so he can exchange it I've but she's saying picture. that's my favorite picture. and she's saying He's but nailing. I love it He's yeah nailing. yes but I love it. Mm. I'm going to find it. I got it. I'm it's one of my it. favorites. 
I'm going to show the people because they got to see that. I'll show them. <laughs> Fine, copper, don't <laughs> I'm playing, y'all. Don't take me serious. I be saying crazy stuff. Don't cancel me. <laughs> y'all love to cancel everybody nowadays. Like, cancel, cancel, cancel. But, um, <laughs> we being for real, right? Yes. <laughs> So let me be for real. Y'all look at Mama Tammy over there. <laughs> we being for real. <laughs> now y'all know y'all grandma got that picture of Jesus' house. <laughs> My grandma show got her. You hear me? I said, Grandma, why you still got it? All right. <laughs> the history. But anyway, thank you, WSSU, for teaching me the culture. But uh, so, uh, yeah. So, yeah. The little teddy bear was my relationship that I was holding on to that I knew wasn't no good for me. Yeah. And the big teddy bear was all the peace, everything. If I would have held on to that, if I would have fought for it, um, I had a conversation of healing once I came out of that situation. And he was like, why you never called? Why you didn't ever try to like, I wanted the relationship. I just didn't want to be in the situation because it was toxic. We won't, we won't agree. we was fighting. You know, why, why you ain't called? And I said, Girl. I said, what? Yeah, he he asked me that when whenever everything was good and we decided to to get along. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, uh. This is the, how they. This how people be thinking though. And this that's what I was. My spirit man was doing what you doing, but the outside was too cute to do that. <laughs> Yo, what? He was like, I, why you never, if you would have called, I didn't never, I really didn't want to leave. That's what he said. I really didn't want to leave. I just did. I just wanted peace. Mm. But you left. Never mind. But now to your point about um, sometimes God just does the thing for you. <laughs> and even though he he said he didn't want to leave. He left. That Urge to leave could have been the hand of God, mm-hmm. and like, it was making him leave. I needed to see what God could do in a matter of months. Mm. I graduated in May. I had a job August. Mm. Not only that, but everything. This is what I when I say, even when God is available to you. Now I'm not saying take advantage and love him here and do what you want to do over here. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he looks at the heart. Mm. So he's always going to work with you where you are. Mm. He don't force you to come up to where he at in order for him to deal with you. He deal with you right where you at. Yeah. So where I was at was mentally I was beaten up. Spiritually, I didn't have nothing to say. I was tired. I was exhausted. I was confused. I was done for. I had no clue what I was going to do. So I'm looking for, I'm like, God, I ain't got no job. I ain't got no money. Like, what the world? Mm-hmm. Now, he did agree I'm going to pay rent. But we all know what happens in a marriage when somebody walks out. You got to cover it. You yeah. don't want to look like, you don't want to look like complete abandonment. Yeah. That's just papers. That's just a paper trail. So... So I'm like, thank you, but our child, I'm still, I don't have a job. Mm. So, oh, yeah, well, you go down to the unemployment office and 
Yeah, it was like that. Straight straight cut like that. So I get on the phone with my mom. At the end of the day, I would need to be comfortable with myself more. And because I felt like in order for me to be my true self or in order for me to have a big impact on the world, I need to be with a group of people that I know when that's not the case. I was kind of scared at first because I felt like I was going to miss them. My parents have told me many times that I have gifts and I need to use it and like people wish they could do what I do and I was like mm, I don't want to do that. Since I was really young I really like to speak and make people feel better in life and it's just something I enjoy. Hi this is Nay, and that was Nay's Place. If you want to catch more search Nay's Place on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and RXS Entertainment YouTube channel. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have a job. And I can tell you verbatim what she said. For anybody that's looking for a job, <laughs> wake up at 7. Put applications in like you working a 9 to 5. So from 7 to 5 o'clock, I was putting the applications and I was searching for applications and searching for work. At five, you stop. That's right. But I was doing that every day. And I was getting job opportunities. And then I talked to my pastor at the time. And I'm like, I don't want to go back home. But it's looking like that's what's going to have to happen because they're not calling me. I don't have no job. I don't know how I'm going to take care of my baby. What in the world am I going to do? And he was like, he was like, what you, what you want God to do? Hmm. I said, if he said, if you can, because I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you how to make it, how to, how you, how it's going to work. And I said, okay. He said, what do you want God to do for you? I said, well, I don't want to go back home. I want to stay here. Ask God to help you stay. What do you need for that to happen? I need a nine to five. I need a job that's going to pay me enough so I can pay my rent by myself and take care of my child and pay for daycare. I need all of that. Like, okay, well, when you talk to God, be specific and tell him exactly what you need. That's right. So my first prayer was, God, I trust you, and I know you got me. Like, you have had my back all my life. For as long as I can remember, I've never known you to fail. I need some help. Mm, mm, mm. I need some help real bad because you know I don't want to go home. You know I want to stay here. You know I want to be on the worship team. You know I want to go to this church. Like, you know. So you know what it takes for me to get that. And my pastor told me to be specific, God. This is literally verbatim. So I need a nine to five. I need, and at the time I didn't really know how to ask for certain hours. So I really was saying I need decent hours so I can be home with my child. I need money to be able to pay for rent and, and to take care of me and Kenny. And so job opportunities start coming in. Spectrum, Duke Energy, all these all these jobs, right? Wow. Okay. And so I got the job. They're like, okay, but you got to work from, I think they said like 9 to 10 or something. I would have been getting home really late. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but I need to be home with Kenny. I said, okay, God, this is a good job opportunity, but... I need a nine to five because Kenny's daycare, you got to pick her up by six. And I want to be home to have her in bed. 
okay, can you please help me get a job from nine to five? Next thing I know, my friend talking to me about my job that I'm at now that I started in 2019, United Healthcare. And I'm like, I did a phone interview, mm-hmm. got it. Did the in-person interview, got it. The hours was from 8.30 to 5. Wow. 8.35, and, and I've been there ever since. Wow. Yeah, so he, yeah, I, I've seen God take me at my worst and do some amazing things. That's why I know, because I've not been perfect. I've not done everything by the book. I've, I've I've acted out of anger, but he still took care of me. So when you trust him over your traumas, and it's crazy that <laughs> we being for real, but I guess the real is that God is real and and He take care of His people. So yeah, so y'all gonna hear me? I be I be talking junk <laughs> because <laughs> I be saying some stuff, but I love the Lord for real. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely indebted to the man because he took care of me, yeah, and he took care of my baby, and he made sure that none of that stuff touched Kendrick. Mm. Even though I was going through all of that stuff, I was losing my mind. She didn't get to see that. Yeah, so I'm forever indebted. That was a hard time. It was a trauma. It was it was something, but I made it. So that's why we encouraging everybody too that. It's okay to let go. Yeah, please. Yeah. Before it gets to that point. Yeah. You when you see the red flags, the song said, I let you in, trying to make your red flags white, white again, again. Trying to fix them and they beating your tail. Mm. <laughs> Not beating your tail literally, but they 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 red flags is kicking your tail because you stressed yeah, out. Yeah. Like, stop. Yeah. They this you're not supposed to fix. My mom used to call me the hospital. She said, You you want to take everybody and fix them and fix the situation. You want to make everything better. Mm. And I was just like, dang, she right. Like, I do yeah. we try to fix everything. Yeah. Cause I think I can do it. I'll love you forever. <laughs> it's gonna be all right. Just me and you against the world, baby. And they yeah. like, uh, I don't want you to help me. Because mm. once they deal with they, if you got somebody that you talking to or that you want to date and they got a lot of issues with, with people, with life, with trauma, with stuff, they will take that trauma with them people. And when you the only person there with them, yeah. now they associated with you. Yeah. So yeah, now absolutely. you the enemy. Yep. And then when you was like me, I was a child, technically. So in my head, I won't use to nobody being upset with me for nothing, like yeah. blaming me for nothing. So I got mad. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm here to help. What are you talking about? Well, you're doing this. You're doing that. How? I'm confused. Yeah. But when everything was said and done, well, I realized that the issues were there, not just with him, but with me, too. The issues were there before we even started talking to each other. Mm-hmm. He was a hurt individual. I was a hurt individual. And sometimes when two people are hurt, it just don't work. Yeah. yeah. So we have to learn to, like, look at a situation for what it is, literally. Yeah. Like, this is it. I don't think that I can handle with what I have going on. That should have been the conversation, but it wasn't for a very specific reason. I got my baby out of that situation. So I had my little girl... I thank God for that. But if I could go back to talk to that Imani, I would have said, you need to realize that with all that you've been through, 
you can't take another situation where something is pulling from you. Mm. Like pulling and eating away at you mentally. Because you barely made it out of your childhood. <laughs> yeah. You barely made it out of the childhood trauma. Then you trying to be in a relationship with somebody that got the same traumas as you. Girl, y'all finna kill each other. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, sometimes you just gotta say, look, this ain't it. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for it not to be it. Maybe there is somebody for you, but I'm not. I'm not yeah. the one. I can't okay. fix you. I can't. It's all right to not hold on to something yeah. when you realize it's not going to work. It's okay to let go. Mm-hmm. For the betterment of the both of y'all. They yeah. may not understand. They might be mad. I can't believe you breaking up with me. Yeah, I am. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be better for it, and I'm going to be better for it. That's it's right. Fine. It's okay. That's right. I'd rather do that than to be stressed and arguing about stupid stuff. So Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I let go. Yes, and then let go so you can get your new thing. God knows, because <laughs> I sure got my yeah. new thing. We praise God. <laughs> so, um, why? Well, we done address everything. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Is there one? <laughs> Is you gonna let go? <laughs> That's really the question. Yeah, like yeah, you let's need be to let go. You re- you really do need to let go. Because yeah. you you stay there probably any longer you probably die spiritually, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes physically. Some listen. It's urgent. <laughs> this mm-hmm. world is crazy. Mm-hmm. There's some crazy folk out here doing some crazy things. Yeah. And people hide things in the dating stage. It's kind of like uh uh, the story in the Bible that talks about the tares and the wheat. Mm. How the tares and the wheat in the beginning stages, they look just alike. Mm-hmm. Very similar. You can't even tell them apart. And that's how people are. In the beginning stages, you don't know all the crazy stuff they got going on. Yeah. But let it mature a little bit. And yeah. then you'll see something that's kind of different. Like, this is kind of awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they still kind of treat me nice. And then it gets a little older and a little mm-hmm. older. Before you know it, you stay and... The, you know the thing about it is you should have let go when you realize it got a little age on it and you mm-hmm. said they ain't treat me like I know I'm supposed to be treated mm-hmm. like I know I'm not this don't feel good mm-hmm. I'm I let go it's okay yeah it's okay like this ain't the end of the world and you like but he look good but, but she look good baby mm-hmm. it's a whole world of folks out here that look good yeah and, and, we, and, and what are you gauging that by mm-hmm. yeah because a lot of times the list that we got, we are forever changing. We ain't remaining the same, especially women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are not the same 18 at 28. At That's 28, right. 48. We're not the same. Yeah. So you, what you want at 28 and you holding on to it, mm-hmm. baby, at 38, you're not even, that ain't even going to be your preference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they're not treating you like they're supposed God, to be treated, uh, just let go. Let it go. And let be go. for real. Yeah. Be for real. <laughs> Be for real because please listen. Hey. <laughs> you stressing that? It, it ain't and that stuff causes yeah. sickness too. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it causes sickness. What? 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 <laughs> Like you was talking about your chest was getting tight. Yeah. That's anxiety. All that stuff mm-hmm. is comes from foolishness. Yeah, it could cause it yeah. could cause serious, yes. serious problems like yes. strokes and heart attacks. Yes. And mm-hmm. Down to those type of things. And then you can put yourself in a place where you start 
abusing your body Absolutely. and uh, uh, just coping with uh, substance abuse yes. and mm-hmm. um, uh, eating habits yeah. changing mm-hmm. and it's just it's causing you to fluctuate in different ways men I don't learn this from like just listening to other men talk men desire to be respected and women desire to feel protected yeah if he is not protecting you and if she is not respecting you and you've already made it clear that that's what you need and they're still choosing to intentionally disrespect and not protect you what else is there to talk about mm-hmm. we don't have to argue we don't have to argue we sure don't have to yell because it's clear that you think you're right and I think I'm right. So what are we talking about? I want to feel protected. You want to feel respected. If I'm intentionally disrespecting you, it's because I don't respect you. If you intentionally not protecting me, it's because you don't feel like I deserve to be protected. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go where my protection is. Because yeah. there's somebody out here that would gladly protect me willingly protect me it's a it's a woman out here that would gladly respect you man freely you don't even have to ask for it mm-hmm. so why are we screaming to the point of putting hands on each other mm-hmm. throwing stuff getting hostile for what it's like asking somebody to do something for you and then you get mad because they say no what am i getting mad for when i can just be done with it and move on to something that's healthier we don't have to stress. Just let it go. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then when what I found happens when you actually let go of people and things that you feel like, like maybe I, maybe I'm, I got it wrong. Because like I said, I have to ask, what you mean by that before I assume? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to talk in my trauma. So I got to yes. ask you what you mean. Yes. Okay, we talking and we respecting each other. We having this conversation. We respecting each other. We talking. Ain't nobody yelling. And I'm telling you what I need. And you're saying, well, I don't know how to do that. That's a different situation. Now we can talk about what we need so that we don't have to let go. Mm-hmm. But if you think you're right and you're justified and you're moving through your trauma, and you happy like that? And I'm telling you, you hurting me? Yeah. And you chilling? And you still hurting me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you trying to make me think I'm crazy? Yeah, that's a that's Ooh. a different thing. I gotta go. Yeah, that's a different thing. Cause somebody is crazy, but it ain't me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you ain't gonna drive me. Uh-uh. That's right. Okay. That's Mm-mm. right. Not gonna drive me crazy. Mm-mm. So we definitely have to know when to, to let, let go. go. Yeah. And when we're talking on repeat and saying the same stuff, mm-hmm. arguing about the same mm-hmm. stuff, we tugging and pulling at each other. I don't understand. I don't understand. What don't you understand? It's nothing. Like, look, let bygones be bygones. Let's move a separate way. Mm-hmm. Maybe this just ain't the right time for us. Maybe one day it will be the right time. Who knows? Maybe he might grow up. You might grow up. I ain't spinning the block. I ain't spinning the block. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody, some people say that. I said that. But I spent. Yeah, but see, yeah. I said that. I said that. Honestly, me and my husband now, at the time, we were just, he. we wanted two different things. And we got tired of arguing about it. 
So I went my way. I ain't going to keep asking the same thing. Yeah. And he now he know that about me. If Imani say she done, she really done. She going to go her way because you're not listening. And when he say, I need my space because you really about to drive me up a wall, I know when to shut up. I know when to be quiet because I know, okay, he need this and I need this. Mm -hmm. So we had to, that was a situation where we had to learn to work together. I let go to figure out if this was what I was supposed to be in because I didn't want to repeat. I don't want no more traumas. No more. Yeah. So I had to let go to figure that out. And he came back for me. There's a difference in holding on to something and trying to force it to work versus this don't look right. Let's back up. Yeah. And then if it, if you find that you need me and I find that I need you, then we're going to do what it takes to make it work. Yeah. But what we're not going to do is we're not going to force each other to stay in nothing yeah. and be fighting like cats and dogs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, we're not finna do that. So, yeah, y'all, um, yeah, y'all, we got some decisions to make. We got to get okay in our yeah. minds and yeah. our hearts. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but it's always a pleasure to talk to my my lady. Yes. yes. This has been a wonderful episode. Yes. yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, we love y'all. From our hearts, we this is this was necessary, absolutely necessary because not everybody gets to do the talks, yeah. Right? And we talk, I talked to both of y'all about everything, mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, this was necessary. We can't wait to talk to y'all again, yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I think that is time. If y'all ain't getting no notes from that, listen, baby, I need you to go talk to Dr. Phil. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Jesus. Dr. That's there the you go. Said it would make everything all right. Uh-huh. And he will. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, we love y'all. This is us being for real. Yeah. Unfiltered. Ain't nobody yeah. trying to hide nothing. Mm -hmm. Listen, it is what it is. And we hope our stories help you guys out in yeah. some form or fashion. It's always a pleasure. Always for real. Always a pleasure. Always. Always.